1: My favorite day with my favorite group of people. Weight in Wednesday, where we weigh in on all things maintenance. Of course, here with Odette, she's the manager Hello. of our maintenance and mindfulness group. Here with Kim, she is the manager of our weight loss group. And today, today joined by, joined by our special guest, Margot. Hello and hi, Margot is down forty pounds. Uh, she did the winter 2022 program, so maintaining. For about six seven months now at this point in the kind of maintenance and testing the water space is that right marco i think it's even longer than that ah. Ooh. it'll be two Love years that. in january yes <laughs> two years in January. oh yes yeah, because yeah. we're talking winter 2022 and this 2022, is now currently 2023 yes. oh my goodness okay oh i got so many questions but i know we got a lot to cover today where are you joining us from today <laughs>
2: I'm in a little village called Warkworth, Ontario. Okay. I am I moved from Toronto, retired here uh, uh, during the pandemic. Hmm. And absolutely okay. wow. love it. Yes.
1: It's oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I, uh, my family lives in a small town, Lakefields, um, you know, population, oh. I think 3,000, give or take, something like that. So I love myself a good little town for sure.
2: We've got mm-hmm. 700. And you wouldn't oh, believe, yeah. you
1: wouldn't believe how many livy losers there are in this town too. <laughs> it's the I love it. Do I, do I hear a uh, work worth get together? I'm thinking, I'm thinking so. Uh, thanks for with. joining us. Thanks for joining us today. Okay. I don't want to waste any time because I know this is going to be a great conversation. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Odette, what is the first topic that we're weighing in on today? Well, the first thing I want to say is
3: thank you for saying work worth, Margo, because we all had a mill full of marbles trying to get it out. <laughs> workworth, workworth. <laughs> I'm going to have to map it and see where it is. Um, so first topic today is, I mean, it's been a hot topic in the group, is back on track. So not just back on track in general, but back on track in maintenance and how that differs and what that really means. I know we touched on it a little bit last week and really it's doing all of the things um, not just food and water, but you know, sleep and stress. And what really wanted to um, get me talking about this is I had a member comment that they've been doing back on track for three or four days. And not only did it have them feeling better physically, but it reinforced that they've got this. So it wasn't just a physical feeling, but it was also a, a mind shift that, yeah, you know what? Just getting back on track was like a renewed sense of, I've got this and I can move forward.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think when it comes to back on track, especially when it comes to maintenance, I think we think about the food, right? Following the food Mm -hmm. plan, doing what you need to do there. And then not really all the other things that you're doing, like, like trying to get a handle on your stress Get, get better sleep, trying to move your body more, just getting in the right frame of mind, prioritizing yourself, taking time for yourself. Because I mean, let's face it, most people when they need to get back on track is because they haven't been mindful. I mean, or they've been purposely mm-hmm. indulging, you know, same, same, you still walk away not feeling great. And I think people forget why they, while they're in maintenance, How great they felt when they were trying to lose weight, not because they were losing weight or because they lost the weight, but how good they felt because of all the things they're doing. Margo, I see you're you're nodding your head.
2: Well, 100%. So maintenance, I did all the seasons. I did all the seasons and then went into the maintenance. And it's a mind game. It's definitely Mm a mind game. And what I find with back on track, especially like going through a difficult situation in life or um, being stressed or being happy and excited and celebrating something, I have learned to depend on back on track. And it doesn't matter. It's mental. It's more mental because if Mm -hmm. you've got the foundation, which I got that first 91 days, How to, you know, go through the days and everything like that. I've stuck with it. I've never given up the supplements or anything like that. So, the back on track is when I say, okay, I might have been indulging a little bit too much. The scale went up a bit, but we also have to trust, and now I do, that the scale will come back down. So, it's two, three, maybe four days back on track. And I'm like, Thanks, Gina. Everything you said is true. If I talk to you, you might think you know me because I'm always talking to you.
3: (laughs) Maybe Margo's your inner voice. It's having...
1: It it is having faith. And I think that 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 only comes in time. I think so so many people are nervous about having lost the weight, gaining it back. So it's almost like you need to have you need to have those indulgences or have a summer because we're rolling into the fall, have a summer where you indulge. And, you know, I I heard someone saying like their weight was up like 15 pounds. And now after following the program again for like less than a week, their weight's already right back down, like Mm -hmm. to have faith that the scale can go up that much and you can feel that. Off, and then you you actually, if you just do what you need to do, it's going to come right back down. And it's not the same thing. It's not you gaining weight all over again. I do know, and I always say though, um, that it's much more exaggerated. Like when you feel amazing, you feel amazing, and then when you feel off, you feel really off because you're you're so in tune to your body. It's like it'll let you, it'll let you know, it'll let you know when you need to get back up. Like right?
2: I agree with that, and I think one of the things that I've noticed a lot of people have trouble with is maintaining that water. Like I was reading that my Bible that I have here with all my, that's that's vintage that one now. I have (laughs) every single thing that happened, you know, in this Bible. And, you know, one thing I noticed is that I tracked how much water I was drinking. And so when I go back on track, most of the time, I have to get my water back up. That's probably where I've been slouching. And the, did you start when I get to 200 ounces a day, I'm good to go. Yeah. That I have to maintain. And it's not always, you know, easy to maintain it when you're doing all the things and living life. Um, but I, I strive to make at least that amount every day when possible. And
1: that's, what's helping
2: a huge amount.
1: Yeah, for me it's the water too. If if I just get off the water, I'm feeling it. I'm tired, lethargic. My I'm like my brain is foggy. I just I know that's what's hard for me when getting back on track. What about you, Kim? What's the hardest thing about getting back on track? Is it the food? Is it the water? Is it the stuff? Like what is it?
4: Definitely the water is something that I notice first. I notice it's probably the easiest one for me to slide. But I for me it's losing that sense too of. Of remembering to eat, because what got brought me to you in the first place is going long periods of time without eating. And that's one thing, especially when I was maintaining my weight for that long at the time, was that's where I started to slip. And going those long like the periods of time between eating were getting stretched a little further and a little further. And so yeah. getting the meals and snacks, and I'm amazed at how quickly my body goes back to that clock where I get to the point where I'm actually looking at my watch thinking I'm hungry and then I look down and I think oh my notification's about to go off in 15 minutes at a snack time and I'm in tune to it but I, yeah. I start to stretch that and I push it and it's not that I my body's not talking to me I just kind of you know put the mufflers on a little bit and don't listen to it as much so I say water and then that just the time between meals and snacks gets longer and longer. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I know, Odette, that we are going to, uh, if we haven't yet aired the Dr. Beverly segment, like I wonder how much of that is actually how physical people feel or how mental they feel, like the mental part of it, like, oh, I've ruined everything. And here I am again, having to like focus on getting back yeah. to feeling better. But I think that's normal. Is it just uh, off the su- I I think it's normal off the summer, also after the holidays. I think maybe the one time that we're not dealing with that is maybe that like that that sort of end, like end of winter, beginning of spring, summer. I don't know. What do you think?
3: Yeah. I think that, um, sorry. So Dr. Beverly, she's coming out tomorrow. So we're posting her okay. tomorrow. I wanted everyone to be here for this today. So this is, this is our, this is the star of the show today. And then tomorrow will be Dr. Beverly. So she's coming tomorrow. But yeah, I think coming off these, these breaks or these, you know, moments of in, indulgences and, and it can, it can have you feeling, you know, bring those negative feelings back up again. And yeah, just coming back into, coming back into back on track, like I just said off the top is it's a physical feeling, but it does help with that, with that mental shift too. And just, you know, when you have, if you've got these negative thoughts that are like, oh, I did this to myself, or I'm, you know, I, I'm not doing the right thing. Back on track just gives your head space, the capacity to, um, you know, just get back to routine and it's an easy place to come back to. It's familiar so that, you know, those, you have time to work through those thoughts and emotions and, and get your body physically feeling good again, too.
1: One of the things that I've been thinking of, actually, I had like this massive aha moment when I was doing the live in the m M&M and group the other day is, is that you, you've already lost your weight, right? You've already done it in a different way. You've lost mm. your weight, right? And so I think it's normal, even if you've never lost weight to feel like you kind of indulged over the summer. To go away on a vacation and feel like you overdid it mm-hmm. to go through the holidays and be like oh my gosh i ate my face off like i, I think we need to separate that how you feel coming up the summer isn't necessarily tied into your weight loss journey like you lost the weight you did that this is not you gaining it all back it's not the same thing as before this is just how anybody would feel after the summer, or how anyone would Mm -hmm. feel coming back from a vacation, or anyone would feel after indulging the holidays. And I, I think that we have to make that that we have to differentiate that, you know, like, you lost the weight, like you, Margo, you lost the weight, you were successful, you've been maintaining for over a year and a bit now, almost two years. And so if you indulge over the summer, and you're not feeling like as good as you felt while you were losing, that would be normal, regardless of whether you've lost weight or not. What I would like
2: to say about that is this summer in particular, I also had a shoulder injury. And I know mm-hmm. that whole time I was eating my pain until I got treated and everything. I was—I know my triggers now more. but And so when we started this session, I didn't get on the scales during prep week because I was nervous of what I might have done. And again, it's mm-hmm. about fate. pounds up. And Mm. then I'm like, "Ah, what a relief. And then why didn't you really have faith in that? Because I've I've gained and lost hundreds of pounds. I've gone over, can't get into fall clothes again. So this was phenomenal. Knowing that my body's different, it's changed. My metabolism must be working, Gina. I don't know.
1: Don't <laughs> figure. Yeah. What do you know? <laughs> I think that's a good note to switch gears on. What's our next topic, Odette? Uh so self self-sabot-
3: self-sabotage was a big one that came up this week too. I'm so happy we talked about it because we haven't talked about it in a little while and just bringing it back to the forefront, we had a um quite a few members saying, "Oh yeah." Like Okay, I see myself here. Oh, thanks for the reminder. So, you know, self-sabotage, yes, in in weight loss can can creep up, but it can also creep up here maybe for different reasons. You know, maybe we're feeling a little bit bored, maybe you know, we've worked so hard I'm bored of this now. I don't want to put more time in or look how far I've come. I want to reward myself. All these little things um, you know, really start to add up to self-sabotage. And I think the biggest one that I mean, we talk about it all the time. We might not see it as self sabotage. Is really trusting that we can that we can do this. Really trusting, you know, we're we're always told trust the process, trust the process. Process. Now we have to trust ourselves. And yeah. when we start letting those things creep up, like I can't do this, it's too hard, I'm gonna fail. That is self sabotage. You're you're putting those negative thoughts into your head. Um, that
1: self self fulfilling prophecy they say.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and we had a member say that she kept pushing the buttons to see how far she could go, and didn't recognize it as self sabotage. She's like, "Well, I'm going to see how far I can push myself until I start gaining weight, you know."
1: And yeah, like- I'm going to prove Gina wrong, and yes. I'm going to show her that I'm not going to be able to maintain this weight. Like, it's just I get it, right? But like, mm-hmm. I'm going to show her that this isn't different, and this is the same thing. Meanwhile, you're just Doing all the things that you did, like you're trying to actually gain the weight back. And you can definitely gain weight back if you try. The whole thing Mm -hmm. is that you don't gain weight back, you don't gain 20 pounds back and not notice. And this is where that awareness comes in. That's where the mindfulness comes in. You know, that's where, you know, falling back into old habits, you have to be aware of you're doing that and, and double down on reinforcing your new ones, you know, I I get it. And to me, like people can sabotage. It's interesting, the conversation and maintenance when it comes to sabotage, Maybe you're sabotaging because you're getting attention that you didn't get up before. Maybe your relationships are changing. Maybe you are, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone and now you, you put off traveling or being social and now you don't have an excuse anymore. So, you know what I mean? Now you feel the pressure to do the things that you haven't been doing because you've been making excuses though. God, there's so many reasons why people would sabotage. So many reasons. And I think
3: recognizing it is really important because we can often Everything. say, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm drinking the water. I'm doing the, I'm eating what I should be eating. And we're like, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not self-sabotaging myself with those, with those physical things, but really recognizing what else, you know, self-sabotage means.
4: I think people can feel pressure too when they've reached their goal. Like I've reached my goal, now I need to maintain it. And there's that pressure where you go back to wanting to be perfect and not wanting to ruin everything or not wanting to. So it's not even so much that you're worried, but that like, okay, I've lost my weight. Everybody sees me as at my goal and just feeling that need to, um, that pressure to keep it off. And like, oh, Mm -hmm. I can't have that. So then you do Mm -hmm. have something or you do go off the rails for a week or something. And then you sort of spiral a little bit into that, you know, like, oh, I've, you know, totally ruined it. Now I'm starting to gain weight rather than like, oh, wait, I do have this to, you know, to go back to the back on track. i have the tools. I do know how to, I haven't gained this weight. I've just sort of lost sight of what I was doing. I want to get back to feeling healthy, but I think that pressure to be perfect might come back when you're in maintenance to maintain that. And maybe that comes from, you know, other things people have done where there was some pressure to reach a certain number and stay at that number as being at your goal. But I think that might have something to do with the sabotage and maintenance too. Mm -hmm. So for me, the
2: self-sabotage is that it is the mind. It is my mind telling me something. Cause one thing when you're maintaining, especially for a long time, People aren't saying to you anymore, oh, my gosh, you look so good. You've lost so much weight or, you know, all those compliments. You're not getting those. They're just saying, oh, well, that's her. I know. I still Mm -hmm. see out as a fat person. It doesn't change my perspective. But the way I I think we touched on this, uh, Odette, about body dysmorphia. That my self-sabotage, the way I help myself with that, when I feel like I'm not achieving what I was achieving, is pictures, is is taking pictures. And then I, I think, okay, this is how other people see me. I need to see myself that way. But that's been hard. So my self-sabotage is my mind. Not such having bits and bites and things and all that. I proved that I can try and self-sabotage as much as I want eating all the mm-hmm. things doesn't work. You know, I'm back. I'm okay. But the mental part, yeah. not mm-hmm. having all that. Wow. You're doing so well. Wow. The engine I'm now trying to work on the mental part of not needing it from anybody,
3: but myself. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh,
3: I know. And I, I mean, I just want to take what Margo just said, and I don't mean to push us out of self-sabotage and into our next topic, fresh eyes, but I think that what you said there is perfect because also when we were talking um, about, you know, losing determination or losing that high of people reacting, how do you keep going? You know, how do you find that new determination? How do you look at it? And you were saying that, you know, coming into this, into maintenance with fresh eyes, um, that losing weight was almost, and and the created a, it was like a buzz. It gave you a buzz. So what's going to fill that buzz now? Like not to say it's your drug of choice, you know, losing weight and you're trying to chase that feeling. How do we, how do we come into this now with fresh eyes to find that new determination, to find that new, you know, what's going to give you that buzz now?
1: This is, this is huge. Odette, Um, this is, this is really huge because, You do get that I'm doing it. You get the payoff and the endorphin hit, dopamine Mm -hmm. hit, whatever you want to call it from the scale, people saying things for you. And then when it comes to maintenance, it's kind of like, okay, I think this is where you got to shift your focus. And so many people are holding on to the, the weight loss journey. And now you're kind of just living your life. So what's motivating you to make sure you get to bed early and move your body? And like, it's, it's, it's definite. it's a definite mind shift. I've noticed we've touched on this a bit Mm -hmm. this fall. I know we have been talking about this, but it's, it's very interesting. There's something, there's something here with this conversation of once you've lost your weight, then what, not just maintenance, but, but then
4: what, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, and some people have been trying to lose weight for, you know, 50 years. So life. They've mm-hmm. had the same why for 50 years, the same chasing that same goal, chasing that same thing for, you know, 50 years. And how do you all of a sudden change focus to something else? Like, I don't have that to look towards anymore. What am I looking towards? And not even having yeah. the tools to know what to look for. So that is a huge topic. Let's do it. Let's let's
1: solve this mystery right now. It's <laughs> all on you, Margo. Yeah, Kim.
2: Oh, great! What you just said about your the why, I have changed my why every ninety days. My first why, when I retired, moved out to the country, small town, was to get back up on a horse, and I did it effortlessly. It was blow, blew my mind. So, but now what? What what's my why now? So I've been changing my why. And by the way, my doctor says, thank you very much, Gina Libby.
1: Um,
2: because how about the fact that I'm going to be 70 and I am in some ways healthier than I've been ever because I've always deprived. So I mm. think changing our why, which is also a fresh eye, right? It's a fresh outlook. I think when we do that, whether it's just to help other people achieve what we have or just um, there are many whys like to be more physically fit. I've found yoga. I think so. If we change the whys, those are the fresh eyes. But Gina, you're also fresh. Every session you've leveled up your podcast, you've you've kind of like. I'm disappointed I'm not hearing as many F-bombs as I did in that winter. <laughs> Give me time. Give you me know, time. Yeah, It's early. It's still early. <laughs> you know? Um, and so I think that that's the thing is that we have to rediscover. We have to say, okay, well, we lost the weight. That's only one thing on the list. Now, how's my heart? My doctor mm-hmm. said in my last visit, which was last Monday, perfect um, blood work. He didn't recognize me sitting in the waiting room. And was proud of me and is looking into the Gina Libby method. Oh, that's so great.
3: I think it's, I think a part of it too is um, like what you just, what you just said, Margo, about, you know, you lost your weight. So, you know, check that box. Maybe the next one is physical fitness. Maybe the next one is my heart health. I think we get we need to get over that feeling of not accomplishing anything in maintenance. Like we feel like we're, we, we, we're not working to accomplish losing our weight. So what are we trying to accomplish here? You know, what is the next step? So I've lost my weight. Maybe I've already solidified my weight. So what's my neck next accomplishment going to be? Is it going to be my fitness level? Is it going to be, you know, my sleep? Is it going to be, you know, whatever it might be, what's the next accomplishment that we're working towards because we've left weight loss behind. So what's next, oh,
2: you know? Yeah. That's scary to think that is mm-hmm. a bit scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's why I'm working on my third group already, because I think there needs to be like, there's weight loss, there's maintenance. And then there is the, then what, then, then can you imagine if everyone took all of the time and energy and resources that they put into losing weight now into something else that they want to do, maybe it's just straight up enjoying your life every day, indulging in your coffee, indulging in your walk, indulging in your family, indulging in everything that you do. Or maybe it's now running a marathon or doing yoga or trying to be as physically fit as possible, or maybe it's starting a new business or do you know what, a, whatever that might be, you know, and I think we've all been com- we become experts at weight loss and it doesn't really give us anything in the end when we succe- when we're successful. I think that's the thing, right? We all try, try, try to lose weight. It's like, you, you know, we plan the big party that like marriage, right? You plan a big wedding. You spend years planning a big wedding and then it's done. And then you're like, now what the fuck do I do with my time? You know, mm-hmm. you, you kind of feel a bit of a loss. So if you can imagine how much space weight loss has taken up in our lives and we no longer have that driving us, motivating us, rewarding us anymore, then what the fuck else are we doing? So that's, this is a huge conversation. Mm-hmm. It is because
4: you think there's so many things that it takes up space in a lot of our heads that you know weight loss or what our weight is how we look how we feel if we didn't have to think about that the amount of things but also i think there's probably a lot of things we've put on the back burner because of it like margo said getting on a horse stuff like that like there's there's things that you probably people are probably putting on the back burner and oh when i lose weight when i lose weight maybe you know mm-hmm. that's your next let's dial into what i haven't done because i've been mm-hmm. trying to lose weight and find that why mm-hmm. Well, I know we could talk about this probably for,
1: I don't know, the next three months, which we probably will, Odette, but we're out of time. So we do have to wrap this up. Uh, Margot, thank you so much. Please come back and join us again. It feels like we hardly get enough time. Um, here, but what else do we have coming up? I know you got some exciting stuff coming up. So first of all, um, I did find a way to stream the lives into the maintenance group. So I was going to do that this morning. Couldn't figure it out. So I'm going to do that starting tomorrow. I figured that out. I'm not the most techie person, but I'm going to start streaming those lives. Um, outside of that, what do we have coming up? What's what's going on?
3: Yeah. So again, we have Dr. Beverly, um, tomorrow she'll be, um, we're putting that, that recording up tomorrow so everybody can listen to that and watch her. It's incredible. I listened to it actually last night in my, um, I went for a walk and put my earbuds in so I could really listen. And I was like, Oh my goodness. And I've heard her like, you know, we have a different topic. We heard her before and I still was like, Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So it's definitely a must watch. Um, Tomorrow, next week, we're actually talking, um, supplements and maintenance. We're building off that conversation because yes, supplements are great for, um, there you go. Supplements (laughs) are great to help you on your weight loss journey, but they're just also great to help you feel good. So we want to remind everybody and bring that conversation back and we're talking, setting intentions. So. Uh um, that should also continue. And, uh, we actually have a giveaway coming up next week, so I'm not, but it's going to happen next week. So keep your eyes open for that. And yes, we are still working on guests. I know we feel like we say guests are coming, guests are coming. They are coming. They are coming. I promise they
1: are. So we're we're um working on getting that in the one week into the fall. And get yourself yeah. some slack. People are busy here. Uh, yeah. okay. I'm looking forward to it. Uh Kim, I know I will see you over in uh the weight loss group. Ladies, thank you so much. Thanks everyone for joining us. Mm-hmm. Have an amazing rest of your night, and we will see okay. you next time. Bye. See
2: you next Bye. time. Bye. Bye.